This is the Chord Buddy Podcast with Chord Buddy inventor Travis Perry. Learn to play the guitar in seconds with Chord Buddy. Find out more at ChordBuddy.com. C-H-O-R-D Buddy.com. And now, the Chord Buddy Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Episode number 10. This is it. David Summers here with Travis Perry. It's the Chord Buddy Podcast. Podcast. What's up, my man Travis? Uh, sunshine, brother David. Sunshine. So good to walk side <laughs> this morning. Walking in sunshine. Oh, man. I tell you, and yesterday, which the course, I went out to the golf course I'm a member of, and it was too wet to play, but they've got a new thing called Top Tracer. Yeah. Which is like Top Golf. It's a competitor of Top Golf, but it is so much fun. You can play any golf course in the world. You can play longest ball. You can play something about catching sharks where you, you have to hit these sharks as they go across. <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And evidently, you can do that rain or shine. Yes, rain or shine. And that's at Dothan National Golf Course here in Dothan for anyone that's listening locally. And it just opened about two weeks ago. The owner there, John Hendricks, has owned it for a couple, three years, but he is really sinking some money back in it, making it nice. It's a beautiful place out there. And it was one of the first places of its type when it came into this area with the warm spring and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. uh, Some foreigners (laughs) owned it for a while and sort of milked it dry and it sort of went down. In fact, it was in fear of literally closing. Yeah. And when John came up and looked at it and he bought it, he hasn't moved here, but he's up here like twice a month. Mm -hmm. But his son, David, has moved here. So they're hands-on people running this yeah. thing. So for any of you local Dothan area golfers, go out there and, and support them. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So last time we talked, you were kind of in a predicament. We were talking about the <laughs> beginning of the Duck Dynasty days, and you were in a plane, in a jet, that had an engine failure. Yeah, how that happened, one of our partners had a connection to people that had owned a jet out mm-hmm. at the Dothan Airport. Mm-hmm. This is all after the fact, but they had just replaced the engine ah. on this jet, and they had to put so many hours on it to mm-hmm. test it. Right, right. Well, we were the test. The guinea pigs. We were. <laughs> I didn't know this until after. Oh. Uh, actually, my partner told me about this several weeks later. He said, Surprise! <laughs> I, yeah. And uh, so we got the jet for free. Yeah. I asked Ronnie, I said, so what's that going to cost? He said, no, it, I, I worked it out. It's not going to cost nothing. Well, why it cost us nothing is that they had to put so many hours on this jet. And they said, hey, y'all take it you know, to Mississippi and back. You know, right, that, that, right. That'd get the hours to test the thing, Yeah, to test the, the engine. And it, it blew up on the way back. Wow. Was it the same engine that they had replaced? You know, I think so. I assume it was, but, yeah. I, but, but I, I mean, I just assume it was. So you said the, the pilot was pretty skilled to, to be able to land that jet in or around Jackson, Mississippi, and you yeah. guys were on your way to Louisiana? Well, we were on the way back. We had went oh, over oh, okay. and, and met yeah. with uh, with Willie, you know, Willie from the show, and yeah. met with, did we meet with Chase? I think I don't think we met with him. Willie sort of runs the whole thing. Right, yeah. He, in fact, Willie owns everything to me, and the rest of them are hired. Okay. When they get a paycheck. Yeah. Uh, but Willie owns everything with Duck Dynasty. But yeah, so we went over and, and met with them, and I taught Willie to play Sweet Home Alabama, and he, they loved it. And they said, yeah, let's move forward with this. And man, it was just a great, great meeting, and let's head home. And we was high-fiving, and <laughs> and, and uh, as I said last week, I'm sitting there looking out the window, and I see a little bit of oil running down the callan. Right. And I said, hmm, don't look good. And, and I, I looked up front through the cockpit. You know, they had the drape open. 
and he's sitting there tap 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 you know he's tapping on tapping on the, on the gauge on the gauge yeah. to get to work <laughs> right and they're both like if we're sitting here talking, and they're both leaning in together you know they're right both, right their heads almost <laughs> touching and uh and i'm thinking not real good and about that time and that, you really heard a, a oh, big yeah. boom? Oh, wow. I, I, I heard, well, I heard a noise. I won't say yeah. it was a huge bomb, but I heard a, you know, yeah. it sort of shook. And then oil went all over the window. I mean, wow. it was just like you just took a, a gallon and just threw it on the window. Yeah. Wow. So it's running by. And then your daughter was asleep she, at the time. Brady was asleep. She sort of woke up looking around. And I said, everything's fine. I crawled to the front. I didn't want to get up, and I, t- I guess we're in trouble here. And he said, he said, well, he said, we're okay. We got an engine. He said, we're right over in the airport. He says, we're going to make an emergency landing. Yeah. He said, okay. I mean, he was just as calm as a cucumber. FAA came out, and they, as I said last week, they had the the, the uh, sud machine, that foam, you know, the fire foam yeah, yeah, yeah. truck out wow. there. And they sent another plane to pick us up, and, and we got home, gosh, about one or two in the morning. But you had a skilled pilot who literally spiraled that thing yeah. down. And pretty quick. On I mean, one he, engine. He was not, uh, I mean, it wasn't a nosedive, don't get me wrong, but I mean, right. it, yeah. it, you could feel the angle of descent was pretty, yeah. pretty steep. He, yeah. wanted, he wanted to get down as safely and quickly as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, was that the first kind of experience on a flight like that for you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. one you'll never forget. Oh no, never forget it. No, no, I've, and I have flown a lot. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> that was that was a crazy one there. So that's kind of how it started with you with the Duck Dynasty guys. Yep, started there, and then which I was in constant contact with them over the next couple of years with getting the Duck Dynasty kids guitar out. Right, licensing. They don't just say, "Hey, Travis, I like you a lot. Go ahead and use our put my logo." And, yeah, right, <laughs> right. right, and and make all the money off of the. You know, no, you have to. There's a lot of contractual stuff there yeah. and licensing and all that. So that takes a while to negotiate and work out, you know, how much they're going to make off each one sold and how many we're going to make and where we're going to sell them. And I mean, it's pretty hairy. Was that the only business portion of the relationship that you guys had? Mm -hmm. Okay. But then it was a really cool friendship other than that. Well, yeah. See, that was probably six years ago. Well, about four years ago, about two years after that relationship started, is when Cy reached out to me to teach him to play guitar. Right. So we were already in pretty deep with the guitar by then. In fact, in fact, it was on the market. It was actually on the market when that started because I took one over, and Cy had never seen one. Right. T. Graham Brown sort of facilitated that. He did. He did. He was playing a church in Meridian. Let me tell a story about T. Graham. That's a good time to let's talk about him. Let's do it. So T. Graham is one of my biggest heroes. Again, I hate pointing out pictures when people at home can't see it. But if you look right above the Willie picture there, see me in the white shirt and T. Graham. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now look at the picture to the left. Well, that's me and T. Graham again about 20 years later. Yep. So we've been friends. That was the first picture when I was with Silverado. Right. And we played with T. Graham at the Farm Center right, right here. Right. Well, you know, I love his voice. I used to sing some of his songs in the oh, band. Oh, man. To hear, and the number one hit, Hell in High Water, uh-huh. I Tell It Like It Used to Be. You yeah. mentioned Darlene. But yeah. nobody nobody can hit that note like T. Graham Brown on Hell in High Water. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, what, as you said, Wine into Water. was Which was, is a true story. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, he, yeah. He, he had alcohol issues. Yeah, so he really, and still, on classic country stations, still play a lot of T. Graham Brown out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Mark Carmen, who is a friend of mine, is was his producer at one time. And so he calls me up. I'm actually a birthday party for my daughter, Brady, riding horses. She mm-hmm. wanted to ride horses on, on her birthday. So a guy from our church says, bring her out, let her ride horses out here. So we're, they get the horses settled up, and the phone rings, and it says, Travis. I said, yeah. He said, Mark Carmen. I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? He said, listen, I'm in the studio today with Tony. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And uh, he said, you know Tony? And I said, like we all do sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Tony. my boy, yeah, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he said, Tony wants a chord buddy. And I mm-hmm. said, all right. And I said, so tell me about Tony. And he said, well, you know who T is. I said, T. He said, T. Graham Brown. I said, oh, my God, T. Graham Brown. Yeah, he's my biggest hero. Yeah. He said, well, let me tell you why he needs one. Do you remember the old cold cream jars, the little white that your grandmother or mother might have had? The little white, small cold cream jar. And I'm sure your mother or your grandmother used one every night. Right, yeah. And they were white. Well, what happened is they were playing with it in a sandbox, white, mm-hmm. and it broke. Ooh. And it didn't get out of there. So T. Graham dives into this sandbox and it cuts his finger. Oh, yeah. Uh, what age was this? A kid. He was a kid. Oh, when he was a kid. Oh, he was a kid, yeah. yeah so he the... lost a finger as well, a child. Well, they put it back on, but it's fairly dead. Oh, wow. I mean, it, he can move it, but it, it he can't bend it. And... Amazing that it's still attached. Yeah. Okay. So it severed it just about completely off. Well, he never even, he, well, he tried, he said he tried to play guitar a time or two, but because of that dead finger was always in the way, he just never, uh, never was able to do it. Of course, we all knew him as a singer and just really one of the best singers and he and t his tina's he was known for the flashy shirts that he oh wore. yeah <laughs> so he was really a terrific singer and mm-hmm. but so I, I never knew this about t graham yeah and which i've ended up going on larry's country diner a couple of times with him and attending several shows with him and he'll actually pick up the guitar with the chord buddy on it and sing darlene wow okay yeah, it's in the chord buddy key so he'll pick it up and sing it. But that's how I met T, and then we've just become friends. In fact, I literally talked to him two weeks ago. He was coming through Dothan playing a show mm-hmm. in Brooksville, Florida. Yeah. And as they drove through, uh, the phone rang, and it said Sheila Brown, which is his his, yeah. his beautiful, lovely, sweet, sweet wife. Yep. He said, hey, we're passing through Dothan. Thought we'd holler at you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. T also went through kind of a Duck Dynasty look himself. Because one time I just didn't recognize him at all. Do you know why? Why? Because he had, what's it called when you face droops? Pals- Bell's palsy. palsy. Bell's palsy. Yeah. 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 And that's why he did that. No, I didn't that's know that. He, yeah, that's why he wow. grew the beard, the beard out. And yeah, But it never affected his singing? No. See, and I saw a couple of, I've seen several shows with T. And I remember a couple of shows back then mm-hmm. when, and I, I never would have known. And that's exactly why he grew that facial hair. And a bunch of it was yeah. to cover up the Bell's palsy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, did that improve for him? Yeah, oh, he's fine now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, he, you know, I mean, he, he was, you know, T's like a lot of us. We battle our demons yeah. w- w- with whatever it is, you know, and some depression at some point. And, sure. And, uh, and, and that was a little depressing time for him because as a singer— Oh, he's been out there, and listen, he was— Nobody he was, wants to see the thing like that, you no, know, his lip yeah, hanging down. Yeah. And, and, and it was, he was depressed, so he gained a bunch of weight during that time and grew a bunch of facial hair, so even when he was out on the road singing, nobody could really tell 
that he had that. But no, he's 100% perfect now. Did he play guitar any at all before no. Chord Buddy? No, none. So when he discovered, how did he discover Chord Buddy? Mark Carmen well, that was in the studio. And I don't know, I need to ask Mark or T next time, how, how that it, I came up. But he was in the studio with Mark Carmen, who was a guy I've known as a producer, mm-hmm. produced Bellamy Brothers, a lot of other people, T. Graham Brown. Yeah. And I don't know how it came up, but anyway, it did. And uh, oh, I know, I know. Well, I don't know if this how it came up, but I have donated. Mark has a African in South Africa missionary. Right. So I have donated, ooh. I don't know, many, many chord buddies and probably a couple of dozen guitars to this village that he has built a school and made a well, drilled a well, yeah, has a school, yeah. has a church. And I have donated that. That's how I really got involved with Mark. As I saw him on a show, I don't know if it was Mike Huckabee or TBN, I don't know, he mm-hmm. was on the show. And I reached out to him and said, hey, I'm the inventor of Chord Buddy. I would yeah. like to donate some product to these wow. kids. And that's how we become friends. But I don't know how it came up, but it did. And, and he said, well, gosh, I got Travis's number. I'll call him right now, and we'll get you a cord buddy on the way. And we did. I've got T's wife's phone number as well. And mm-hmm. Jerome and I have been in touch with her. And, and Jerome is a pretty good friend. Uh, Jerome Jackson, a lot of folks know Jerome, is a good friend with T. Graham mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So anyway, to me, that's the amazing thing about folks in country music. They're regular folks like you and me, yep. and they don't mind handing out their phone number because they know you're not going to yep. abuse it. And they're approachable. And I I think that's what anytime I ever interviewed T. Graham Brown, he was always so upbeat. As soon as you got him on the phone, he was like, hey, Dave, what's going on? And that was just his his style, whether he was on the bus or in a car. That was always his style. Just very upbeat and very pleasant to talk to. I'll tell you another little cute story. So T is in Dothan. This is about two years ago, playing with the Oak Ridge boys at the Civic Center. Right. The last time the Oaks were here, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so T Graham was opening the show. So I went and was sitting on the bus with him. And he said, well, what you been doing, Travis? And I said, well, I'm actually got a new thing I'm part of. It's it's a movie going to be made called Second Samuel. Mm -hmm. And I said, I am the music director for it. And I'm writing all the music for it. And I said, T, would you care about being in this movie and he goes gosh i don't know so i called the director up right and he came over and met t graham on the bus Mm -hmm. and then t graham is in the very first scene of the movie second samuel really what is he doing this for those who have or haven't heard of second samuel it's a very very good movie i don't know we're hoping it's going to be out on either stars or netflix or hulu soon being shopped to, to all of them but imagine david that you're in mayberry Mm-hmm. And everybody loves Aunt B. You yep. know, Aunt B makes chicken soup for everybody. And if you're sick, somebody dies, she's the first one over there. Yeah. Well, then imagine Aunt B dies. Oh, no. And then as they're <laughs> doing Aunt B's autopsy, they find out Aunt B is not Aunt B. What? Is Uncle B. <laughs> and so it gets out that Aunt B was Uncle B. Wow. And so it's the story of how it initially tears this town apart. Yeah. Because it's Mayberry. Yeah. You know? Right. And how a autistic boy of about 12 brings them back together. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, listen, this has been interesting getting to know, and I thought I knew T. Graham Brown, but knowing the T. Graham Brown that you've come to know, and you helped facilitate him being able to play guitar again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's just that's another story inside the umbrella story that is Cord Buddy. Yeah. Hey, Travis, always so much fun to talk to you. And if we want to get up with you, it's cordbuddy.com. C H O R D buddy.com. The Cord Buddy on Facebook. And then you also have a group on Facebook called Striking a Cord. And that's the group, the group on Facebook where you can upload your own videos, ask questions, interact with each other. That is your place to do that. You guys chat back and forth and oh, yeah. resolve issues and problems if there are. And- every day, every day, somebody will ask a question, and we have two or three great, great, great members that are Johnny on the spot with it. And then if if I need to jump in, I certainly will, or make a video, or somebody say, "Hey, I don't understand this," and. Somebody jump in and help each other out. That's what it's all about. Hey, it's been a lot of fun again this week. C-H-O-R-D, CordBuddy.com. Travis, thanks a lot. We'll do it again. We will, Dave. Really soon. Thanks. To contact CordBuddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at The CordBuddy. And find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Cord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at CordBuddy.com. That's C-H-O-R-D buddy dot com. Listen next time for the Cord Buddy Podcast with Travis Berry. The Cord Buddy Podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find out more at CordBuddy.com or Facebook or Instagram at The Cord Buddy.